welcome to Game Week 2 on the Review Show, the Virtual Press Box. My name is Paul, your host, and we also have with us again, Ryan. Good evening, sir. Good evening. Now... What is going on, guys? Welcome to the review show, the virtual press box. My name is Paul, and tonight me and Ryan are going to be delving into game week two, which is still technically ongoing. Man City are currently playing Wolves, but we've had to go early. Technically, second recording, Ryan, as soon as I ball something up. So if someone catches that mini clip on YouTube, it got deleted. <laughs> it got deleted. Don't worry. Don't stress. Um, it's a good start, Ryan. It's a good start. Now, hopefully, you are all well. Um, Ryan, how are things? Um, there's going to be rants coming later, but generally things are okay. There are going to be rants coming. I'm looking forward to it. I am looking forward to it. So we're going to go through the the Premier League weekend. We've also got our five questions. We've got. Um, do we have a bit abroad? Do we have one for this week, Ryan? We do. We didn't have one last week. If I, uh, did I, watched, we not? I listened, listened back to the show and we, we didn't do it because I think you didn't have the notes up. So you've got the notes up this week. So I do. We can look at our, we can look at our Brit abroad. I'm saying this, this now. I feel like a right professional. Honestly, like <laughs> this doesn't happen often. I've got the notes on the screen, my questions on the screen. I mean, I say a right professional. We did just boss up the first recording. Um, but it's been a weekend of goals, goals, goals. And something else, Ryan. Oh, yeah, goals. Goals. Um, I don't even know where to start in terms of goals. So we're just going we're just going to work through your list in terms of the games you want to talk about one by one because the amount of goals that have been scored this weekend have been insane. The action has been insane. I do want to talk about some handball decisions, which completely baffled me as well. And I think a, a few people listening will be completely baffled as well. Um. I hope, otherwise we're watching a totally different game. So we're going to start with Everton 5, West Brom 2. Now, West Brom looked fairly decent until uh, Gibbs decided to um, try to lay Rodriguez out. Rodriguez did go in late with a little bit of a, you know, like a little, not a kick, but you know what I mean, like going in after the ball had gone, but you still, you can't excuse what Gibbs did in modern football. That's just not allowed, Ryan. And at the end of the day, he had to go and... They say cards, goals. Do you know they say that's saying goals change games? Well, obviously the whole point is to score goals, but cards change games as well, Ryan. And that red card changed the game. All right, it certainly did. And I think there was something that Moy said that somebody said, "You can't say that about your own players." But the the players made a stupid mistake, a mistake he shouldn't make. But we look at Everton, and they've had a an absolutely just storming start to the to the league. James Rodriguez joining another team with Angelotti and well, assist, assist, assist. I can't wait to actually get him in my fantasy Premier League. I might take Fernandez out. He's in. He's in. He's in I, yours. I, I've, I've had a stellar week. Obviously, on Wednesday or Thursday, my fantasy Premier League video drops on my channel. What a week it's been, Ryan. I've gone from like three and a half million to I think I'm inside the top million now. And like I'm flying up. I'm near the top in all the groups, like you know, the private leagues and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, my week's been insane. I did have Himnes and Triore, and I was thinking the weekend could end fantastic, but it doesn't look like it's going to. But um, Dominic Calvert Lewin, three goals. One of them was, um, what shall we call it, Ryan? Shall we call it stealing? Um, sliding in when the ball was already going in. All he had to do was just get his. Get, it, get his toe on it and just steal it. And that's what he did. But, hey, strikers score goals. He got himself a hat-trick. I mean, he's got to be pleased with that, Ryan. Yeah, his first career hat-trick. And it's, um, I think it's going to be a good season for him. I'm hoping it's not just a a start that's just going to pitter out. So I'm hoping he just carries on. Because I think England need that secondary striker behind, behind Kane. And maybe Calvert-Lewin could be that guy. Yeah, I mean... Do you know England's really tough, and I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to the international break, um, mm. the next one, so we can talk about England in depth because there's a lot to go over with England in terms of who should be in, who shouldn't be in, etc. Um, and it's ex- there's an exciting future thing just with the depth of people. 
Um, Calvert-Lewin, I found it funny talks for us saying Calvert-Lewin has announced that he has his eye on an England appearance. I bloody hope so. I'm actually if he was just like, I'm not fussed, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> Uh, you, you you put in you know I like the notes by the way. This I'm gonna read one of the notes for our viewers so they can hear how professional it is. When West Ham sold Dean Garner to West Brom this summer, it prompted an unexpected and angry message on social media <laughs> from Hammers captain Mark Noble. He was quote gutted, angry and sad that the club <laughs> decided to sell the youngster. I mean that's a good note, Ryan, and I've got to tell you. He impressed me. Like, if he was at a better club, I'd consider him in my fancy because he's getting shots off. He's going to create chances. But I just think putting a West Brom player in my fantasy is a bit of a risk Risk. I'm not willing to take. Yeah. I mean, West Brom didn't look bad first half, honestly. And I think they could do something in some games this season. But are they strong enough to stay up? I doubt it. I doubt it, Ryan. I doubt it. Um, I don't know what you think about how they played before Gibbs went off. Uh, <laughs> that good, eh? I, 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 just, I just think West Brom, are, they're, they're going to struggle, but I reckon, like you said, I think they'll get some at some games this year, but I think them, um, and then there's another team later that I really think are going to struggle. I think that team showed that this evening. So we'll, we'll discuss that later. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Poor Sheffield United. Um <laughs> But in terms of Everton, I think they could be a surprise this year in terms of how high they finish. I don't think they're going for the Everton Cup this year. I think they can potentially finish above it because Allen looks just unbelievable. We spoke about him last mm-hmm. week. Um, uh, Decore and Gomez as well. If, if that three can stay fit with Hammers on the wing, unbelievable. Now, what I would say is West Brom's goal from Dean Garner was Hammers Rodriguez's fault. First, the poor pass. Then, he showed what people have said before. No interest in tracking back. He jogged a little bit, but there was players just bombing past him, and he just kind of gave in halfway. It wasn't even halfway back. A few strides, and he thought, ah, screw it, screw it. So, I mean, they. how far can Everton go? How far can Everton go this year? Um. It'll be an interesting one because Everton have gone they've gone high up the league before and then the season after they really struggle. Yeah, they so used to be, be that, didn't they, with Moyes. It'd be interesting if they can build up that sort of team where they potentially qualify for Europa League or even, is it that Euro- Europa Conference League or whatever it's called? Does that mm. come into play next season I'm if not, they qualify for that? I'm sure it must come in soon because there's talking about it now and I think at the minute. So it must be so, yeah. in effect pretty soon. It'll be interesting to see how they can cope with additional games throughout the season. With, with mean, the squad they're, squad they're currently building, maybe they could cope more. You've got to ask yourself, is this conference league going to get postponed due to corona? And also you've got to ask yourself, are clubs from the bigger leagues really going to give a monkeys about it? Again, I don't know. I don't think so. I really don't think so. Um... Move on then, Leeds versus Fulham. That's seven goals in both games now in Leeds games. 14 goals in total. Scored seven, conceded seven. Um, 4-3 victory. They were 4-1 up, Ryan. Um, oh, I like this. I'm sorry. I don't read Ryan's notes. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Normally, I just wing it. I wing it from actually watching the games. Um but Ryan has put, Tony Blair was the UK Prime Minister and American TV sitcom <laughs> Friends had just aired its final episode the last time Leeds featured in the Premier League at home. I mean, let's look. Let's, <laughs> let's all give it to Ryan, OK? He makes notes which are more in-depth than I would ever make for something. Um, I come on and I just talk about what I saw during the games. Ryan gives us notes about Friends being on TV. <laughs> um... And Bilal, who I hope I pronounced that correctly in the chat, is saying there that Leeds look fun. And they do look fun in terms of when you watch them. I mean, one of the commentators was saying, with Bielsa, it's plan A or plan A. He has one yeah. way of playing and he just goes at them. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, what you thinking, Ryan, on Leeds? Can, I'll ask the question. 
Can Leeds do what many people think and finish mid to top half? So it's going to be a matter of whether they can consistently play in that. <coughs> Excuse me. Bielsa just hammer attack style of play they've played in the first two games they've had. I mean, they've scored seven goals in two mm. games so far. So potentially, are they going to be able to do that against a team like Man City, who will maybe try and break them down mm. a little bit more? Um, Fulham are a team that are going to struggle. So yeah, I think I expected Leeds to win. Um, but it was it was another just ramshackle goal fest, goal fest of a game. So I think Leeds potentially mid to lower mid table I think we're looking for Leeds which is a good which is a good finish for them and then they can build for next year I don't think we're going to see the Leeds that I think a few Leeds Leeds fans think they're going to see like mm. the, the olden days of when they were champions of like everything I think maybe that could come back but I think that would take a few years yeah I mean can Leeds finish top half on mid table I don't think Leeds are going to go down, but I don't think it's because of their quality. I think it's because of some teams who are a lot worse than them. I think the way Leeds play, we are going to see them fall so quickly in the second half of the season as the team gets tired. We saw it in the Championship both seasons. Now, the question you've got to ask there is, with better quality opposition... Are they going to be able to sustain the pressure, the pressing, the way they play throughout the season? The answer is no. It's as simple as that. They're not. So then you've got to ask yourself, at what point are they going to run out of steam? And it's going to be earlier now than it was in the Championship, even with the few less games. Just the quality of opposition is going to do it. Um, I think Leeds are going to finish 17th. I'm making the call now. They're going to finish one place outside of relegation. I think they'll stay up, but I think they're going to just stay up. And I think it's going to be a fight tooth and nail near the end of the season, to be honest with you. Um, in terms of Fulham, I think they are lacking a lot. They're, they're not a bad side. Mm-hmm. I think they play decent football. They pass it around. They try to play, they try to play a possession-based game. Um, is Scott Parker of his depth? I don't think so. I think he's very experienced as a player, which gives him the ability to to stand on the touchline at the same level he played at and hold hold his own. But I think his problem is just his teams are strong enough. But I do think compared to last time they were Brian, Fulham have spent a lot smarter and not just blue a lot of money. So if they do go back down, they're going to be financially secure, which if you're going to come up and go back down, let's not just kill the club. Do you know what I mean? At least if they go down, they're not going to be bankrupt in a month, in a, a year or two. Yeah, exactly. I think we, we touched on this very, very briefly last week where when Fulham come up last time, I think they bought 12 players. So they basically bought a whole new squad. It mm. didn't work. They went straight back down. They spent a lot of money this season. They've bought five or six players and they've spent wisely, I think. I think Scott Parker knows. I think he admitted it last week. They're going to they're gonna lose more games than they win. But I think maybe they're just going to adapt to the Premier League and they could be... like they're, they're, They'll probably end up beating United. We, we always end up losing to the team in the relegation zone. Um, we'll be in the relegation zone if anything's to uh, go by. <laughs> So, we're going to entertain the viewers before we go on to our quiz. Our quiz is going to come in after the next topic. So, I'm looking forward to that. Five questions each. We do it each, each week. Five questions. If you want to put the answers in the chat, people who are listening, or if you're listening back, if you're watching on YouTube, etc., if you're listening to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, etc., make sure you do tweet us. Um, all of our information is available. Um, Ryan. Manchester United 1, Crystal Palace 3. The floor is yours. Well, I think as soon as I've seen the team selection that 
well, I don't know whether it was Ollie's choice or whether he just he was lacking in fitness for certain selections. But to have Fosu Mensa and Dan James on one wing, that to me was like, there's the weak side. Let's attack that. I mean, we, we look at the first goal that Crystal Palace scored. Fosu Mensa was nowhere to be seen. Bruno Fernandes was further back defending than Fosu Mensa was. I think he actually covered the right back. Lindelof, Maguire at centre-back. It doesn't work. Gary Neville did a fantastic quote where Dan the years, Man United have had that centre-back pairing where they've had the one player that's good on the ball and the one absolute battering man. I mean, I look at Rio, Rio Ferdinand and Vidic for a prime example there. Luke Shaw, he just looked unfit. I don't know where I don't know where Brandon Williams was, whether he's still getting ready for match fitness. The defence, absolutely shocking. Pogba had another game where he looked like he wasn't interested at all, kept giving the ball away and didn't seem to be bothered about tracking back at all. Um, and then our strike force was just non-existent. But even... Even just outside of the game, I know we've signed Donny van der Beek and yeah, he scored on his debut. Fantastic. I mean, you, you look at his face when they showed him in the, the, the stands, wherever, wherever he was sitting. You, <laughs> the, the face was like a meme and I think it probably has already turned into a meme. where it's like, oh God, I've signed, I've signed for this. And he, he admitted himself, I watched an interview on MUTV afterwards where he was like, oh, the play was, the play was too slow. We need to be a bit mm. quicker and but you could see he wanted to say a little bit more, but obviously couldn't. I mean, yeah, the play was slow. And we can all talk about, like, oh, yeah, we've only had five training sessions since the season ended. It's got to be a lot better. I mean, we look at Man City, who are playing today. They've had that week of a break, same as same as Man United. And Man City, look like they haven't had any time off at all. They're, just, they're playing free-flowing football and... They're controlling Wolves at the moment. I mean, I've, I've still I've still got the game on, and Man City are just controlling the play like a walk in the park. Man United just didn't look like they were ready. It was like we're not ready. The only player that actually seemed interested was Bruno Fernandez, and I think he just ended up getting frustrated and well throwing his toys out of the pram, doing doing a few dives, rolling around like he snapped his hamstring when he got he did get stood on, but I don't think he needed to roll around like that. But Outside of the game, it is a it's another frustrating transfer window for a Man United fan. I think Man United fans would probably back me up on this. I know it's all oh, we want to sign Jaden Sancho. Jaden Sancho's not gonna fix everything. Like we need to fix the back four. He's not gonna fix Somebody, anything. It, but exactly. I mean Dan James I would like to see Dan James go out on loan, but that's not gonna happen because we need we need backup and we need we need squad depth, but our squad depth is just absolutely horrendous. Our squad depth is probably the team that was put out against Crystal Palace, which is Fosu Mensa at right back, which but to me is not good enough. Go you on. think you lost? You, a, you lost against Villa as well, didn't you, last week in a friendly? So it's not we like did. you've been looking good in pre-season as well. Um, no, we had, we had I, that one pre-season game. I mean, David De Gea made a save from a penalty, which then got retaken. I thought it was a good save as well, and I think it's so stupid and harsh that... I mean, penalties, I'm not saying they're easy, but I think the goalkeeper has to do fantastic to make a save or be very lucky. And it was a good save, and what... How much are we talking? Millimetres off the line? Stepped us a tiny bit. I mean, maybe as soon as the taker starts running, keeper should be allowed to come off his line. Make penalties interesting. Mm. See who snaps who first. Um, I, I think I'm just with you. Man United just looks slow, lazy. Some shots from um, the attacking players just pathetic. Um, like I said, Van der Beek's goal was decent. It was a good, calm finish. But... I think for a team who had an extra week, a team who... But what I don't get is they had an extra week off, but they played a friendly anyway against the team who they were supposed to play in the Premier League. So why didn't they just bloody play the Premier League game? <laughs> like, what's the point? Exactly. Like, oh, we're going to give you an extra week off so you can... Um, cause you just need longer to, Yeah, you need longer to rest. All right, we'll play that game we're going to play anyway. We'll call, <laughs> the, we'll call this one a friendly. Waste of... 
fucking time that is. I mean, like, you might as well have just started when everyone else started. Um, but no, I think I'm with you. I think United looked very poor. Um, you can't judge your team from one performance, but I'm going to ask you to, Ryan. Um, if you move over to your right and actually get back in the camera. And then we can di- we can discuss if um, what's going to happen this year. Give me from what I mean. Let's let's remember last week I told you how amazing Newcastle are. So just brace yourself. Next week you could say something totally different. I could. I mean, we'll probably say something different every week. Uh, what's going to happen? What's what's going to happen this year? I mean, the window the window shuts on what October the fifth is it or something? something it's, in, it's, in, it's in October, which I know is late and. Man United will will do the man will do the Man United that they've done for transfer windows. It seems ever since Fergie has left, they're probably I don't know they'll probably throw 150 million at Sancho, and we won't sign a centre back, and we'll struggle for the rest of the season. But I looked at a list. I think I went on the website like who potentially Man United could buy Surprise as a centre back. In the notes, to be honest with you, you normally do I that. know. I was I was going to put it there. And there are a few like interesting names in there that. I think there's like Paul Torres, um, who I think has got a. Well, he's in Spain, so he's going to have a um, release clause. Um, and then me, you've got. Let me have a look at these notes that you've made. Hang on. <laughs> um, oh, I can I see it now. There, but, but you can see them. And then there's obviously, there's always been the link of Koulibaly, but I don't think um, even Man City are struggling to sign him. But I think that's something to do with Man City's relationship with Napoli after the uh, Jorginho deal collapsed for them and they ended up going to Chelsea. But Man United, they just they need another centre-back and I don't know who they could even go out to buy because I think it's a struggle for them to even just attract players to the club at the moment, which for for Man United, that is a, that's a depressing mm. thing to say. Because you, but... you go back years and when Fergie was there, oh, do you want to come to United? Oh, yeah, why not? But go through, like, it's going to go off topic in terms of United, but go through some of the deals which have been happening recently. The Thiago deal. Mm-hmm. You, have yeah. you seen the details of that deal? I know it's, uh, they, it's a free, isn't it? But I don't they, know how much he's being paid. Or... No, Thiago, not James Rodriguez. Thiago was, oh. Thiago was 5 million now. Yeah. 5 million, like, it's four 5 million payments. Like mm. how, like how so twenty million for that? Thiago. Then let's go to let's go to James Rodriguez on a free. Let's mm. go to um, Jota, who Liverpool signs well thirty percent up front. So again, not spent much money. Um, how are these transfers happening? So Liverpool, Liverpool, what? What? I can't remember the exact fee for Jota, but they've probably paid about twelve million up front. Then five, five million right now for Thiago and five million in the next payment. But still, you're looking less than twenty million for two players. Mm-hmm. Thiago, bear in mind, smashed records in that forty-five minutes. Um, and Man United are looking at spending one hundred and fifty million on a player they don't even need. Like, wh- just, just why? what? Like, yeah, like why? Like. If you if they need a wide man, why didn't they go and get Bale? Like it would exactly. have cost them what? Tottenham pay. I saw someone like they paying twenty million for a loan fee, which seems quite steep. Still a lot cheaper than one hundred and fifty billion. Like mm-hmm. I just don't. I'm with you. I don't get the transfer plan of Man United. Like I don't even think technically you needed Van der Beek. I think in terms of what you needed, a centre mid was up there. But not at the top of the list, like you said, you need defenders. Like, I'd hell. I mean, I'm a Newcastle fan. Even that's even bloody. I'm getting pissed off at bloody your club. It's uh, it is gonna. I think it is gonna be a very long season unless yeah. I don't know. Out of nowhere, we just start signing five or six players. So it's gonna be a long season the, then. So at, at at the moment, <laughs> that is what that is what we need. Yeah. I think we do we do need a winger. I know you say we don't. It's not top of the list. Centre mid is centre mid is well. We say it's been sorted, but Van Van der Beek looks like he's he's gonna take time to settle in. He he, he looks okay. He's got he's got a goal on his debut. Um, but the defence needs sorted. I think yeah. we need a we need a proper backup right back, not 
not Fosu Mensa. Dallo, well, I think he may as well start packing his bags now and going wherever he's going. Smallin and Jones, I think well, they may as well do the same. Um, and I just then, don't get that he... in terms of Smallin. I just don't get how how he's not just come back so, into your squad. I mean, he did so well in Italy. Like so many clubs are like, oh my god, we want this guy. Comes back to United mm-hmm. and they're like, now we're still not going like to use that. you. Yeah. I don't. I don't even understand why he was the one that got sent out on loan mm. after a few seasons he's had. Like probably because no one um, wanted Jones. I know. <laughs> I think that's. The, I can't. I can't say Smalling was incredible, but I think he had some very good seasons under Van Hal. He had a fair few good games under Mourinho, but got a bit frozen out. Mm. And he was the one that got shipped off out of it. It's probably yeah. like you say. Nobody wants Phil Jones. Yeah, that's the problem. And I don't blame him. No. Okay, so, quiz time. We have five questions each. We give the questions alternatively and the answers, and we come up with how many points and see who won the quiz. Who won the quiz last week? I did. You did. And I won Mm -hmm. it the week before. Yeah, so it's 1-1. Oh, yeah, because last week you threw me under the bus with the worst questions ever. So, (laughs) right, we have five questions. I will start as yep. soon as you are the reigning champion. You get to go last of the quiz, so you have a chance to regain the title, maybe. So, mm-hmm. question one, Ryan. Who won the first ever Premier League in the 92-93 season? Man United. Okay, one zero. See, I stand <laughs> it easy for you. Giving um, you one which you should know. I think if I didn't get that, I think oh, I may as well give up. Bear in mind, anybody new who's listening for the first time this week, last week Ryan asked me, like, who won Player of the Month in 2003? And questions like that. <laughs> um, believe it or not, I didn't get the answer. Right, come on, Ryan, question one. Okay, right. This is near enough linked to Man United. Oh. Man United have won the Premier League 13 times, more than any other side. Which club... Has the second most titles with five. <laughs> That's my question number four. <laughs> is it? Wait, wait. The answer, Ryan, is Chelsea. <laughs> we did say at some point we we're going to cross over with questions, didn't we? Okay. Uh, I'll delete that one. I'll just think of a question on top of my head as we get to that one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Which manager oh, wait, wait. Yeah. has? <laughs> I'm waiting for you to have this now. Which manager <laughs> has the most promotions on his CV to the Premier League? With Ooh. four, he's won promotion to the Premier League four times. To the Premier League, um, Tony Pulis. No, Steve Bruce. Steve Bruce, of course he is. Of course. Very good. Thank you, thank Very you. Good. Okay. I don't know why I'm celebrating right. you not getting it right. I've still got to get mine right. But 1-1. One, one. So come on, let's go. Chance to take the lead. Mm-hmm. So what is the most goals scored by one player in a single Premier League season? Hmm. That includes the 42-game seasons Mm, in the early days. Okay. I'm sure, because I remember people talking about how, yeah, yeah, but he played 42 games. Was it? I wanted to say it was Alan Shearer, but then part of me says it wasn't. It was someone like Chris Sutton or something. God... You want how many goals, didn't you? Not who. Uh, if you if you go who, I'll give you a point. Or if you get the number, I'll get I'll give you a point. Oh Jesus! So it's so it's up to you. You can either you can either name a player or you can go a number, and I'll say if you're within five. Hell, I'm just going to go point. Alan Shearer. Was Alan Shearer? Yes. Was it in the 40, <laughs> 42 game season? When he's I think with, so, yeah. With he Blackburn, scored, I think. He scored, he scored 34 goals. Andy okay. Cole did the same as well. Okay. Oh. So, you had a choice. 
You had a choice of two. But is that not then, was it Shearer who did it in the 38-game season and that's why he's top of the list and called it in a 42-game season? You should have researched this, Ryan. You don't ask questions without research. 2-1. I'll take that. Okay. Okay, This is the question off the top of my head. (coughs) It should be an easy one, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to call it fair as soon as I'm leading. Ryan Giggs once played for England. But what was his name when he played for England? I don't know. Come on, when he was a youngster, he played for England schoolboys and he went under Ryan... a different name. He was not called Ryan Giggs. If you've watched the Class of 92 documentaries and stuff, you would know this, I Ryan. Know. Oh I my God, I've got him on there. a Man United question. <laughs> Quality. Oh, I don't know. Ryan Wilson. Ryan Wilson. Yeah. Still 2 1, and I've got a question in mm. hand. Oh, doom. Okay, uh, which player has okay. been substituted more than any other player in the Premier League's history? Shit, I knew this question. Knew this answer. Sorry. Oh my days! I honestly I knew this because I remember thinking to myself, "It makes sense," because he never finished ninety minutes. Oh my god. It's gone. I can't. We're going to sit here all night. It's gone, Ryan, but... I... Oh, give me five seconds. Five. Four. Well, that doesn't help. Three. Two. Cesc Fabregas. No. It was Ryan Giggs. Oh, there. I it didn't know subs- the answer. Who was substituted 134 times. Wow. Okay, then I didn't know the answer. I was thinking it was somebody like who did couldn't last 90 minutes. And I'm sure it was someone like Fabregas, you know, like who they always take off because he's like mm. a... Yeah. A oh. glass. Oh, the dog was not happy with that one. <laughs> okay, so what question number is this? Uh, number four. Number four. It's 2-1. Okay. Yeah. The inaugural Premier League season was won by Manchester United, as we already know, Ryan, from your question number one. Who were the first three clubs to get relegated? Now, if you can give me Um, one of them, you get a point. If you can give me two of them, I will give you two points. um, Sheffield United? Nope. That's one no. guess. Now you're down to only one point. I won't let you get uh, two now. Oh, no, I'll still let you G- get two, sorry. Who? Gillingham? No, so you've only got one chance left. Uh, Middlesbrough? Oh, <laughs> yep, there's one. That's one. <laughs> you've got a point. You've got a point. That's 2-2 two, two now. Going there at the end, yeah. That's 2-2. Okay. Although I've got a question in hand, so... You have. Yeah. Okay, go on. Oh, by the way, the other two are Nottingham Forest and Crystal Palace. Let me guess that. Um, What was strange about Darren Bent's goal against Liverpool on October 17th, 2009? It's a beach ball, Was that honestly 2009? Yeah. Oh my God, that's so long ago. Um, know, any, anybody watching this now must be thinking, Jesus, that that is honestly so long ago. Wow. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll take that. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Three two going on to the three, final two. round. Could be three three. Yeah. Could be what three do do three. <laughs> no, because I have one more question. I'll get that right. Don't worry. Mm. Who has the most Premier League appearances? You get two points if you can name the player and to within the closest ten how many appearances he has. So there's a chance to go four three. It's got to be Ryan Giggs. And how many appearances? I would say he did. 
Bloody how many seasons did he do? Jesus Christ. So I would say five hundred and twenty. I'm probably nowhere near. He's probably got yes. loads more. The winner. So it's Gareth Barry. And oh, it's, oh, yeah. He, he has six hundred and fifty-three appearances in the Premier League. So mm. I win three-two. But let's have question number five. Okay, you could you could win it four. The two, final yes, question of the night. I could get four out of five questions, which is considering what he gave me last week would be quite impressive. Yeah. And Dan mm-hmm. has joined us in the live chat as well. Right, next right, question. I'm ready. Only only one player has scored five goals in a single Premier League half. Can you name the player? It's someone left field, isn't it? It's not someone you would first mm. think of. I was thinking Shane Long, mm. but I'm sure he has a record for fastest hat yeah, trick or something. A... Yeah, I think so. Oh, or fastest no. goal, something like oh, that. Oh, no, it's even worse. So we've now got an active chat, which is saying it's easy. I should be getting it. <laughs> Five goals in one half. Mm-hmm. It's got to be a Man United player. Do you remind me of a team, a team who could score five? <laughs> um, or Shiva before he gave up and came to Newcastle. Um, Thierry on me. No. I just had to throw something. I couldn't get him. I, uh, I, I'm glad I've already won the quiz. Come on, who was it? It was Jermaine Defoe. Oh, balls. It's well, sort, sort, sort of left field ish. Yeah. I just, I couldn't get Shane Long out of my head. I'm just dreaming about Shane Long now. So it's, it's all that's going on. Me and Shane are like best buds now. Okay, so that was the quiz. Oh, it was Defoe against Wigan. Mm-hmm. See, the chat knows it. The chat knows it. Chat knows. Right, we move on then. The rest of the Premier League action: Arsenal two, West Ham one. So Arsenal now, they keep going, 100% record, looking decent, looking strong. Uh, Aubameyang's looking fresh, I mean I would, with how much money. Um, they they look decent, Ryan. Um, I don't really know too much to say about it at the minute, but they look decent. Uh, they, look, they look decent and they look different. Um, I think Arteta now, in that role as head coach, I don't know, whatever he was before, head cleaner. But he's been he's been given a, a more more role within the club, apparently. Um and he's uh he's changed the tactical style this season. I think I think it's gonna work. He's got they've got that um like inverted winger not inver- inverted wing back formation that seems to be coming into play. We've got Tierney cutting in cutting in with the ball doing doing absolute wonders. Um and it looks it looks to be working. I think I think Arsenal could have a decent season this year. I'm such a fan I of Tini, you know. I think the more he plays in England, the better he's gonna get. And I think he's definitely a a stellar player. Honestly, such a fan of his. Um He's a miss for England though, isn't he? In terms of West Ham In terms of West Ham, I think Again, I think West Ham are going to be lucky that there's some very poor teams in the Premier League. I mean, they are one of them. But I think they will survive, just not because they are good, but just because other teams are so bad. And West Ham do have a couple of decent players. But mm-hmm. I think West Ham are going to struggle massively. And I know Dan in the chat is... is predicting that Moyes is going to be the first man to be sacked this year, Ryan. I don't know what you think of that. I saw that. I looked back at some of the comments on the on the last video. Um I just I just think Moyes is a is a very predictable manager. Like he has a he has a certain style of play and West Ham are, West Ham are playing in that style of play. Um I think there's a there's an unrest in the dressing room that we um that we picked up on with um with your notes. Noble yeah, with my notes, who uh, he went onto social media berating the club for selling um, what's his name? I can't even think Diagana. of his name now. 
Yankee and Garner to um, West Brom, um, and I think I think they are like you. They're, they're going to struggle unless Moyes can somehow uh, figure out how to communicate with players and build a cohesive group. How to manager terms there? <laughs> but um, we'll we'll move on. For that. There's not so much to say about Arsenal West Ham in my opinion this week. Um, no, nah, no. Nah. Moving to the Southampton 2 Tottenham 5 game. Now, this 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 game interested me just because of a few things like some Tottenham fans, uh, Runa, who I know over here, uh, Matthias, uh, the scribe, um, who we know well. Um, I speak to him, obviously, on a daily basis still, and he he was not a happy man, shall we say. Um, he was f- frustrated that human son, basically, his performance kind of covered up the cracks of Mourinho. Um, what I'm going to say is, somebody who has Kane and Son in his fantasy team, I mean, that's just boosted me right up the rankings. As I say, Wednesday's video, Ryan, oh, hey, we're going to be dancing around the room because now we are flying now. Hey, what's the, what's the price for first place? Because I'm going to win it. What are you laughing at? It's cold. It's cold <laughs> <now>. <laughs> I have one good week and I think I'm like the greatest <laughs> manager in the world. Um, Son was just unplayable. He played unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Harry Kane dropping deep. Harry Kane thought he was Christian Eriksen with some of the balls he was trying to play. Unbelievable. Um, I saw something, Ryan. I don't know if you saw this. Um, report that Mourinho interrupted Son's press conference or something to tell him that he wasn't man of the match Harry Kane was. I, I didn't see enough of that. I was hoping you had seen it. I so, haven't seen it, Okay, no. then we can't so, talk about that. I'll move on. Bollocks, yes. Yeah, I'll, I'll, have, I'll have to Google it after. Honestly, after I was thinking that that's true. I was going to watch it before we right. started the, the it, podcast, it, but I got distracted. Sounds like something that Mourinho would do. It, it does, and when I saw it, I was like, sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> normal day for Jose. Um, mm-hmm. But I thought, Tottenham played quite well but what frustrated me was Southampton played a very high line they they basically used the halfway line as their line um, they were pressing Spurs high but Spurs wanted them to do that Spurs were playing out and they played that one or two extra passes in defence and the only reason a team does that working the ball from one side to the other is to move the opposition across the field you don't pass the ball from left back to right back for no reason. You do it to move the team across. Spurs were doing it in the midfield, back in the defence, to get Southampton to press. Why? So they could then play the ball over the top. Um, after Son had a few chances, you think they would drop. Don't have to drop far, just a few metres. Drop a few metres, stop them balls. Stop the ability. Don't press so high. If Spurs have the ball in defence, just say, OK, have the ball in defence. We're going to drop off and you have to come to us. But they didn't. They just kept letting them come again and again and again, Ryan. Just like basically saying to Spurs, there's the whole half of our pitch. Kick it into it. Don't don't worry about it. We're not going to have anyone there. And I found it amazing that a Premier League team with one of... He's mentioned in the Premier League, so he's one of the world's best managers, supposedly. And for the full 90 minutes, he played a high line. I don't understand, Ryan. I don't either. It's, um, and it, I think it, it goes on the back of what you were, you were saying, uh, last week. You had a, you had a big rant about Mourinho and how, uh, Holberg was basically holding hands with, um, Whoever their centre back was, um, they were playing and they were playing deep. But I think they they've turned it around this week, and I'll be I'll be interested to see what what they do. I mean, I, I usually I put who who teams play next, but I seem to have forgotten to do that. Ridiculous! You know, I mean, you do the notes if you can't be bothered to do this. Right, I mean, <laughs> I don't know where you're playing. Don't you play now. I'll pull it. I'll pull it in, and we can do predictions next week. Oh, we can God. start adding that in. Jesus. Um. But something I found interesting in terms of like, I mean, I don't know if you can see it in the notes. It's, it's quite wordy. But I think Harry Kane, over the course of last Please season... Let got... Please let me read it. Which one is it? One, two... Is it number three? I think it's the last one, I think. No, the last where one's all of oh, all yeah. of Sunderland wins okay, four I've got goals it. were no, assisted no, no, no. by Harry Kane. <laughs> Go on, then. 
Paul's fantasy football team has many, <laughs> many points. And one of the main reasons behind this is that all of Human Song's four goals were assisted by Harry Kane. The first time a player has assisted another player's hat-trick since May 2003. Thierry Henry assisted Freddie Lundberg's treble for Arsenal against Sunderland. Thank you very much, Harry Kane and Human Song. Oh, more points from them two alone this week, right? Than my whole team got in week one. Yeah, exactly. Amazing. I think I, I don't know if I've also put it in there. I think I also read that Harry Kane only had two assists overall last season. Oh, he's got four. He's got four already. No, you, you couldn't be bothered to add that stat. Um, Dan yeah. in the chat is bringing up something really worth talking about. Danny Ings. Criminally. Now, Dan is saying that he's underrated. I would say he's not. I would say he's starting to get a lot of recognition. A lot of people are saying he should be going to a bigger club. Should Liverpool have ever let him go? Yes, he had a couple of bad injuries. Maybe they should have said, look, go on a couple of year loan deal. We want you just to get your feet back under the table in terms of scoring goals. Because I'd choose Dan Ings over Divock Origi all day long. Um... He's a decent player, Ryan, and I mean, finally getting into the England squad as well and coming off the bench against Iceland, wasn't it? So he's a decent player, Ryan. He is a decent player, and yeah, he's he's had that chance in the England team, but I can't remember who it was. It was an ex, I think it was an ex-England player who had a rant about how Danny Ings had been treated by... United. I don't know if it. I don't know whether it was Jamie Vardy or, or somebody said like, no wonder Jamie Vardy retired. Like, if you're going to be called up to the England team, I think he played something ridiculous, like 60 minutes. Which, if you're going to be called up to the England team, you want to you want to play a bit more. I mean, yeah, Danny Ings is a decent player, and I honestly don't think like if he was still at Liverpool, I still don't think he would be like going to fight for that first team spot I think he'd be he'd be struggling there so I think a team like Southampton is is a team where he where he needs to be because he's going to play consistently each week and he's going to be he's going to be up there with scoring goals probably week in week out yeah I get what you're saying yeah when he's playing for a team where they're actually going to use him maybe he should come to Newcastle him and Callum Wilson up top that'd be nice wouldn't it Mm. so we'll move on Newcastle nil, Brighton three. Do you want to do this one, Brian? Or <laughs> well, I thought there'd be a rant coming from you. That's why I haven't put much in the notes. Just a, just a heads up in case anyone wanted to know. My antivirus has just updated. Just closed everything on my screen down to tell me. Um, so Newcastle United nil. Brighton 3. It's St. James's Park in front of a bumper crowd. Of zero. <laughs> Just thank God for them. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think, you know, genuinely trying to think the best line, the best path to take in terms of this analysis. Um, we got torn apart, basically, by a very smart... 3-4-3 from Brighton. Uh, Lamptey, Dan is saying in the chat as well, was, is some player. He he dominated. He dominated. I mean, he he basically just had fun. So did the whole of the Brighton team. Newcastle looked lazy. Um, when we when we won the ball back, if they attacked and we won the ball back, we just kicked it long. But we weren't even aiming it long. We weren't aiming at Andy Carroll. We were just kicking it long. Um, St. Maximum picked up an injury, um, twisted his ankle, it looked like it, oof, gave me flashbacks, it looked a bad one. Uh, it was just, it was classic Newcastle, I think I'm going to say, because when, when some people messaged me and was like, oh, what's going on with Newcastle, I actually said to um, Matthias, I said, it's just classic Newcastle, this, we looked so good last week. And we literally look like we've never met each other now this week. And I can't even rant too much about it, Ryan, because it's genuinely just disappointing to to sit down watching your team at home against another team who's expected bottom half 
another team who you think, okay, these are the games where if we get three points, fantastic, move on, um, and see what we can do. And you turn up and your players cannot be bothered to communicate. They cannot be bothered to play a simple two-metre pass. They cannot be bothered to clear the ball with any sort of plan. They are just doing ridiculous tackles. Um, I'm thinking of the Shelby one, Lascelles pulling back. Shelby with that slime tackle. on That was on Lamptey, wasn't it? Um, uh-huh. Reckless, stupid, petty, heads-gone tackles because you can't handle the fact that you're not winning, but you're not winning because you're not putting any effort in. Shelby had no interest in picking up the ball, spreading it around and actually working. Lascelles had no interest in talking to the team, getting them organised, shouting. That doesn't class as talking to the team. The, to a man, nobody can walk off that pitch and say, I didn't do bad, I didn't do bad. To a man, they all should be ashamed of how they didn't just let themselves down, they let the club down. And it, I don't say it needs major overhaul for the next match because we don't have the squad to drop the whole team. But you can't keep playing people who have no interest in fighting for the badge and fighting for the shirt. And I thought even people like Andy Cavill, I thought, was shocking. Uh, Wilson just kept running in the dark alleys. He didn't know where he was going. It was just depressing, absolutely depressing. Um, and now football manager John is saying Newcastle reverted to the mean last season's online stats show the real standard. Um, see, I didn't Rafa. I didn't enjoy his manager either. I thought Rafa was poor. Bruce is well out of his league. Um, but I can't... I don't know. Can we? Can you blame the manager for when a player's got time to take a touch and clear it? Instead, he's just booting it over his shoulder. I don't think you can. The amount of clearances we had where the defenders face now a goal... All it takes is one of the defenders to the side or the keeper to say, you have time to bring that ball down, turn and clear it correctly. Nobody was doing this. Too many times we were panic clearing. Too many times we were rushing. And when they were attacking us, we didn't know what to do, so we just fouled them and gave them time to plan their next attack. Oh, it, w- it was poor. It was very, very poor. And, yeah, fair play, Brighton, but let's move on. Chelsea, nil. <laughs> Liverpool, two, Ryan. You can go with this one. So, I was... I've already put my uh, my cards on the table with Chelsea. Um, and I do think more is to come, because they've still got Chilwell to get in the steam. They've still got Ziyech so, to get in the steam. Because if that, if that was the top you've of still it... Got, you've still got um, Thiago Silva to come. Um... <laughs> My mum's laughing at me behind. Um, but Liverpool just um, came out on top. But, so, there's not much to say. But, I mean, like you said, Sadio Mane scored two second-half goals. One of them was quite possibly one of the worst things you've ever witnessed in your life in terms of Kepa just gifting it. Um like like you say as well, Liverpool were helped. I mean, you've made good notes on the match here. Liverpool were helped by Christensen's movement of sheer panic. Um, the <sighs> Top to bottom line, Chelsea were poor. Um, half-time tactical changes didn't help. Liverpool bringing Thiago on. I mean, oh, do you know, I got to work today and some of the people were just singing Thiago and just got so happy and it's just... Liverpool looked fairly decent. I honestly... Like, I took Van Dyke out of my team because I thought there's no way Liverpool are going to keep clean sheet here. They've looked so bad recently. They've looked so bad. Like, look at Ian's Leeds. They were shipping goals quicker than they, almost as quickly as they were scoring them. Like, it was, it was complete, like, 
change. It was just weird, man. It was weird to see how Chelsea just couldn't cope with Liverpool. Well, yeah. Ryan, Ryan doesn't even know what to say. He's just stumped. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm stumped, but I think I'm interested to see how Chelsea uh, turn out once they've got all mm. the players that they've brought in their side. Um, it's going to be interesting how they manage to actually fit them all in into a, a system because they've brought some players that all seem to play mm. in relatively the same position. Obviously, apart from they've got the they've got Thiago Silva and Chilwell, who are fantastic. Uh, recruits for the defence. This, this to me, adds the frustration of Man United just like sitting and twiddling on their thumbs. Yeah, like we we could we, we could have gone out and bought Thiago Silva. I can I can give monkeys if he's what thirty six. That's 37. another one to add to our transfer list of why Man United looking at one hundred and fifty million on one player, and we naming all of these players. So what's that? That's like three players, four players so far, and we've only spent seventy million up front. Um, <laughs> football manager Johnny's saying in the chat Lampard did the same at Derby as Koku's done since so there's no evidence he's worthy of his top six job what evidence is uh, Thiago Silva will be bigger well see Chilwell I think is better than Alonso in my opinion I think he's a very very good left back I think Alonso's a great wing back but defensively yeah. shocking um, Thiago Silva um, the French League is on free free TV here, so I do watch quite a bit of it. And last year, honestly, Rolls-Royce of a defender. And he showed it in the latter stage of the Champions League as well, where more of the world got to view it. Rolls-Royce of a defender. When you compare him to the Chelsea defenders they've got, I mean, light and day, night and day. What's the saying? What's the saying? For like the opposite. It no. must be night and day because one's night and one's day. It must be night and day. <laughs> quality. Honestly, absolutely quality. I think Thiago Silva, if he comes in, and I've seen clips online of him learning um learning English. If he comes in he can speak it if he can speak it well enough to communicate, he is just gonna read that game so much better than the rest of Chelsea defence. He is gonna be sweeping up where other players can't. He doesn't need the legs. He doesn't need the pace. Look at John Terry. Legs went years before he retired. But he could sweep up just because of what was up here in his brain. Um, so I think he's top player. Top player. Really excited to see him in the Premier League. I think even if he's not at the top of his level anymore, which he's not with his age, he's better mm-hmm. than what they've got. He's better than what they've got. Um he is. Yeah, no, I think John, I think, John's right. John's right. Sorry, right in the chat. Point. He's just saying there that he's not going to play regularly. And I think that he's, is a, just he's, he's a good leader, though. Yeah. And and I think I think he'll help someone like um, Christiansen, John, John who, in the chat. who um, never heard Terry describe his intelligence. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think Silver will help someone like Christian, who I still think needs that leader beside him just in terms of like positionally like he was he was caught at a position with I mean to be fair an absolutely incredible pass which realistically in the Premier League I don't think that should be going through two two centre backs mm. not a, I mean it's a fantastic pass absolutely no doubt from Henderson but to go straight through and then Christiansen or may as well have jumped jumped on top of uh, Mane and Mane may as well have carried him to the goal um <laughs> I would but, like to see um, that. Silver will be he'll be the leader and I don't I think I agree with John he won't play that many games but he'll be like a dressing room leader mm. and he'll he'll teach defenders how to defend and they'll have the intelligence like you said. Yeah. Be interesting to see. Now the next game Ryan, I didn't actually see this so I'm going to rely on you for this one. Leicester 4, Burnley 2. Uh, Leicester continue their 100% record. So mm-hmm. yeah, what did you make of the game Ryan? Um, well, Leicester didn't start very well. Oh. <laughs> that's uh, that's for one. They went, um, if I remember, to they they went two 0 down, and Leicester Leicester had to recover, which is why which is why here I've got in the notes that Leicester came from behind to maintain their hundred percent record. So I was going to um, watch it because I did have some money on Leicester to win in one of my bets yesterday. 
But then I mm-hmm. think I saw they were two 0 down, and I was just like balls. <laughs> yeah, I think I mean, Leicester. They're going to be they're going to be one of those teams, which I think over the past few years they've been one of those teams that are which Leicester team are turning up today. Yeah. Um, and it looked like oh, it, it wasn't two nil. Was it not? Maybe I'm thinking. Of I just remember looking game. and thinking our balls. I'm not going to watch it. Um, no, football they, manager John's got a good they, point though quickly going back to, to Chelsea Rudiger is a great I really like Rudiger and I don't get I know he's had in, injury issues recently but him and Thiago as a back two I think could be top they're 1-0 then 3-3-1 three, three, I must have got a notification on my Premier League app that Burnley had scored and I probably thought balls I'll continue watching this movie with the kids mm-hmm. <laughs> priorities see uh, but yeah um, going back to the the Leicester game, um, I think they're doing well to keep hold of certain players. Like they've uh, they've tied Madison down to a contract. Um, Harvey Barnes, I think, has been linked with Liverpool at the early stages of the transfer window. So they're doing well to keep hold of him. And I think they're a team. Well, like I've already said, is which Le- which Leicester team turn up? Um, Jamie Vardy's Jamie Vardy's getting on in age, but I don't. I don't think at the moment he's losing he's losing his legs as much Machine, as I thought he would. He? Machine. At his age, he's just, he comes out of nowhere and just runs like a 12-year-old and, charge, and charges down the pitch. Tell you what, um, though, in the, in, in the comments on Twitter, etc., have you ever seen a 12-year-old run as fast as Jamie Vardy? <laughs> but no, Leicester maintain the 100% School record. School athletics. You say that they've done well to hold on players, but I, I wonder if Leicester priced their players out of moves and how many people probably wanted to come in for Madison over the summer. Um, he didn't have the greatest year last year compared to the previous year, so he's got a lot to prove this year. He's got a lot to prove this year. And the final game to talk about, really, we'll obviously mention the Man City game. That's, that was playing when this uh, podcast started. Uh, Aston Villa getting a 1-0 victory. Uh, Console with the goal against Sheffield United. Sheffield United went down 10 men. Egan um, very disappointed Grealish didn't um, do anything. Very disappointing because um, yeah, I wanted some points. But um, yeah, I mean, 1-0 victory <sighs> Aston Villa Sheffield United. Apart from discussion which one of them is going to be safe and which one's probably going down, Ryan. There's not much to talk about. You you fancy Sheffield United go down? I just, I mean, in the in the first two games that they've had, I just don't think, I don't think they've come back as the team that they were last season. Uh, they they seem to struggle a lot, and I know they went down to ten men, so they had to go that little bit more cautious in terms of tactical play in the game become a bit drugged Aston Villa were like passing it side to side and they were hoofing balls into the box and that was eventually how a goal ended up getting scored um but it wasn't it wasn't a very interesting game I was actually asked by my mum well, why are you watching this game well, I've got I've got to watch it so I can actually talk about it but oh, yeah. I wasn't pay- I was I wasn't paying that much that much attention to the game because oh, brilliant. nothing Nothing really much was happening until Brilliant. until the goal actually got scored. It's not like but... we got a podcast doing anything, right? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Um, Sheffield United, I think, I think are going to struggle this year. I, I just, think they're going down. I, I think, think the, I think they're going. I I they remind me. I'm not sure if you're old enough for this, Ryan. They remind me of Ipswich Town. They came up mm. and finished fifth <laughs> with I think it was Marcus Bent in the squad and stuff. Uh, they came up, finished fifth, and then went down the next year. I think they they uh, Sheffield United remind me of them um, tactically fantastic last year, but I think teams are going to be a bit more sure how to play them, be and be able to beat them. Um, I think it's I think it's going to be a tough year for them. I, I can personally I see West Brom, Fulham, and Sheffield United going down, Aston Villa and Leeds just surviving. Um, the only change could be Sheffield United somehow do amazing then I'm probably just going to throw West Ham in there just piss the fans off um, I think it'd be funny but um, yeah the the final game that Ryan you watched the end of it as we were talking was uh, Man City versus um, Wolves did Jimenez or Traore get me any points nope Damn the, it. Game, the game the game the game ended 3-1 and it's 
it's one of those games where I think we can just bolsh this um, Man United and Man City and the two of the teams that they've played have had an extra an extra week break. But then, uh, you've, as you've already mentioned, Man United played Villa, so we may as well played that game as as Jimenez scored your game and but... Rick, I did get some points. Thank you, Football oh, Manager John. See, we had to do this podcast early because I start working like literally four hours from now. So oh, there you go. I didn't. I didn't know who scored. I know Wolves. I know it was three one. Who got the? Who got, got the? Try or didn't get the assist. Oh, I know. I yeah, Poddens from the because I saw obviously the first half before we started doing this, and Poddens did look really, really nice. He looked a decent player. I thought. I thought Man City were pressing fantastic. Like, they weren't... What Man City do well is 90% of their press isn't to press to win the tackle. It's to press to force a mistake. Press mm-hmm. to force the quick pass. Press to force the, the mistake within the pass. And then win it back and count it. I think they do that so well. And by the way, the average points on Fancy Premier League this week, Ryan, was 48 I got 86 this week. So I'm going to say now, decent week. Decent week. 86 points this week. Check how many I Yeah, come on. We're going to end the podcast with Ryan telling us how how many points you got. Okay. I got your numbers but flipped around. (laughs) So I got 68. 68? Not bad. (laughs) It's well above average. Average is 48. It's not. Where where am I in the staff league now? I'm stuffy. But all of today's points don't go on for the leagues and stuff till tomorrow, so I'm interested for that. But like I say, that's mm-hmm. it for the podcast this week. Um, it's been a, a good one. We've had a good chat. Um, thank you very much for people who have joined in live. If you do watch it back on the podcast, iTunes, SoundCloud, etc. Uh, Anchor, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you do comment, tweet us, um, contact us anywhere you want. You can find us, the virtual press box. Um... And yeah, Ryan, thank you as always, my friend. Um, I think we did quite well today. Good job. We did. I'm not sure how long it is, but it's uh, getting longer. One hour, eight minutes. We bossed it. Oh, well. Yep. There we go. Over an hour. That's our longest one so Dear far. Dear me. 